0: Good morning, good morning, my friends. Yes, we are closing the book, Find Your Why. Trish, you're absolutely right. We went through it very, very quickly. And I'm going to tell you why it was easy peasy. Because we had Melanie Miller, Marie-Pierre Tetreault, and Maria Mariano. No, seriously, we're all entrepreneurs. We all got it. And it was very easy for us to transmit it to you. So in actual fact, today we could have started. We could have started. A brand new book. But we're going to wait till next week. We're doing Rich Dad, Poor Dad. What? Ah, uh, Trish. Look at me. Girlfriend, are you excited? So for those on, um, on Facebook, and you can see the book. Here you go. Go get it. Go get it. I love, love this book. And I'm very excited we're covering it. Because I think a lot of people got the book never read it got the book started reading it got but never finished it so this is the privilege of a podcast the millionaire of the diamonds we don't create anything we take something that's already awesome out there the most read the most known the most uh, practiced and we come back to the podcast the millionaire and the diamonds and we deliver it with my experience 40 years in multi-level marketing with my experience and melanie miller's experience 35 years and more being married to the same man with marie pierre experience because we need a millennial in the group otherwise all the young people are going to say oh that's a bunch of old women i'm not listening to the podcast well we have marie pierre sexy beautiful marie pierre Hello, Marie Look at us—blue, red, pink. <laughs> These are all our favorite colors. Anyway, uh, that being said, this is why you want to—you want to have your friends, family, neighbors, colleagues join the podcast, The Millionaires of the Diamonds. Very raw, very simple. Um, it, it's out of accountability. You know, there was a thing that. I always wrote down, I need to read more books. I need to read more books. But it's not just reading it, you see? least that's important here. I need to read the book. I need to take notes. And I need to teach aspects of the book in addition to, first of all, practicing it. How do you do that? How do you do that? It it was years and years and years. I've read a lot of books, but never as many as I would have liked to read. And the podcast helped us deliver being of service to all of you as I gave myself uh, a service, like serving you allowed me to serve myself. And that's going to be the close of today. So the close of the book is knowing and understanding the why. We all know it's important if we want to be successful in life because we know it's gonna push us, it's going to propel us into action and make us unstoppable. We are unstoppable. I think it's the pink Marie-Pierre that's doing this. This is the color that makes me go crazy, okay? Uh, There's a saying that says, where there is a will, there will always be a way, ha ha. But for that, we need purpose. We need to know our why. The why is the driving force. So we're gonna recap it in two different ways. We're going to go with our doctor, Melanie Miller, who's going to recap the ABCs according to Simon Sinek. Okay, very, c- 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 <laughs> very brainy. <laughs> and I have Melanie, my friend from England with a doctor's degree. And I come up with these English words that I think even in first grade, they don't use them. Anyways, I can laugh at myself, so it's okay. And then we're going to go to Marie-Pierre Tétrault. Marie-Pierre is going to do the one, two, three. She's going to de-complicate de, de it. Remove the complication. <laughs> that sounds like decorticate, don't you find? <laughs> <laughs> okay. She's going to really bring it down to the basics of one, two, three. So get ready, guys. Okay, Trish, have a pen and paper because we could have written this book in two pages. Melanie Miller, take it
1: away. Maria, I don't know why you think that the pink pink is making any difference, but anyway, there we go. So uh, this morning, uh, welcome everybody. Um, yes, what I'm gonna do this morning is cover one of the appendices of the book, which is really a um, uh, part of um, how you can help your partner coach you so that you can find your why because maybe you're saying well i haven't found my why yet and um i know that i would like to go through a similar exercise to what you saw maria uh, maria and i do with Um, Marie-Pierre and the important thing to do is to find your partner and then once you find your partner then to be able to give her guidelines him guidelines and instructions to help you find your why so this is the process according to Simon Sinek and um, what I Uh, what we have at the back of the book is like a cheat sheet for partners so uh, this is where you can help them and give them the best tips for your partner so you're gonna say to the partner well your role is to be an active listener and note-taker you're gonna ask me to tell stories and to find the golden thread that goes between all the stories I tell you, much as Mary pierre did for us. What you are not is a therapist. You are not a mentor. You are not an advice giver, nor are you a problem solver. So you have to be careful that you choose somebody who's not gonna challenge your stories because basically your stories belong to you. And the moment somebody starts challenging you, guess what, you're gonna shut down, the stories are not gonna happen. It needs to be really like Mary pierre did. And as you probably remember, I had a few tearful mornings uh, when Mary pierre started to probe but not challenge, right? It was, it's really important that that is a role that's understood. And how can you listen actively? You need to use eye contact. You need to use the occasional, mm, yes, mm, and, and just make sure that the person knows that you're with them, but that you're not judging them, that you're not, you know, you have to be sort of like, not bland, but you have to be uh, somebody who is really listening. Um, And also you need to ask questions about what they are saying, how it made them feel and really watch for body language. And obviously if somebody cries, they're feeling a lot of emotion. So you need to uh, make note of that as well. So there are three ways to ask good questions. One is open-ended. So if you say to somebody, did you like school? They're going to say yes or no, right? But if you say to me, say to them, tell me about your school life, they're going to actually tell you more and you're going to get a sense from the school life whether they enjoyed it or whether they didn't. Avoid questions that start with why. The moment you say why, it's a little confrontational. And what happens is the person becomes more defensive. So you want to ask a question that instead of why did you like school? Because like, who would ever like school? That's sort of what might go through their heads. Um, you might want to say, what was it about school that you really liked? So uh, preface your questions with what's and, um, you know, learn to sit in silence. Like we learned this very early on at our MLM that when we are trying to ask somebody to maybe book a party with us, that there's a certain point in the process where you have to wait for the other person to respond you need to have the silence because they will fill it but if you fill it for for them you've lost the moment and always look for the silver linings you know even if somebody is really emotional about something and they find it upsetting There's a lesson that they've learned from that which has taken them on into life. And your role is to listen for the lessons. Like what can you take from them? And focus always on the person's contribution and impact. Like what contribution were they giving when they're telling you this story? And what impact did that giving have on the person they were giving it to? Uh, and also remember all the time that you're looking for feelings and um, how has a person felt about a situation and uh, what what ha- that is better like than uh, what happened so what what did they get out of it how did they feel and cynic gives us uh, some questions to uh, to help us, and I'm just gonna just read you those questions. So he he says, here are some questions to dig deeper and uncover feelings. When that happened, how did it make you feel? Who else was involved in this story and how did they make a difference to you? What is it about this experience that you absolutely loved? You've probably felt this same feeling before what is it about this particular story that makes it special? How did this experience affect you and who you've become? What was the lesson you learned from that experience that you still carry with you today? Tell me what you meant when you said it really filled me up or what other ever, other general statement. You say what happened made you feel disappointed, or joyful, or sad, or suspicious, but you've probably felt that way before. Describe how this particular feeling was so different that it still comes to mind after all these years. Of all the stories you could have shared with me, what makes this one so special that you chose to tell it as part of your why discovery? And as you proceed with your stories, what will happen is more and more stories will appear. And I have found since we did the original exercise that every so often I think of a story that happened to me in my life and and, uh, what impact I had and what contribution. And I'm just gonna tell you a very quick one. Because when I was at uh, school, I went to a very private, snobby school for young ladies. But I was a, um, a, a sort of like um, supported student. I had a grant to go there. But one thing about the school was that the school dinners were disgusting. They were so bad. And I remember talking to my dad and saying, I can't believe the school dinners are so bad. Anyway, so he says, well, if you think they're so bad, do something about it. So um, at school one day, we were served up these potatoes that were so gray and disgusting looking that I decided to rebel that day. And so what I did was I sent a message around to everybody at lunch, bring a potato with you to the next lesson. So all of the girls of this private snobby school, we all turned up at the next lesson with a gray potato and we put it on our desks. And we said to the teacher, this is what they they made us eat at lunchtime. It's really bad. We shouldn't have like this. And you know, the upshot of it probably was, um, was not sort of anything revolutionary, but I think it, what it did was it made the staff realize that, you know, we can't just serve up rubbish. Like, these are people who are paying to come to the school, who deserve to have good food. And so that was a little story I thought of. And of course, the contribution I made was to improve school dinners. And the impact I had was that they actually saw what was happening and were willing to do something about it. So, with that, I'm going to pass on um, the. Uh, the message to Marie-Pierre, who's perhaps going to make it a little bit more simple for you. (laughs)
2: Yes, (laughs) a little bit simple. So just remember that yesterday we covered the question, what's the reason the why is always in service of others? So just keep that in mind. So, because if you find this exercise just to find a partner, you say, oh my God, who can I choose to do that? Maybe you don't have someone you can think of, or maybe it's just too much for you for now. It's okay. You can start with a simpler why for you. So what you can start with is your why is to serve others so that the world would be a better place. Because remember? every why is always about serving others so let's start with something as simple as that to serve others so that the world will be a better place So we all are born with gifts and we are here to share those gifts with others so we can make a better place so just remember that you can start with a why as simple as this one it's like a generic template of all the why after you want to complete your golden circle with the house and what. So the house will be all the way you can serve others. And it's something that won't change if you are with your family, it won't change if you are at work, it won't change if you are with your friends. So it's everywhere the same how. So I find for you a list of 10 ways you can be at service. So number one is to mentoring others. So give your support to an organization or a person and your mentorship could help someone achieving more. So number one, mentoring others. Number two is volunteering everywhere. So don't don't ask if they need some help, but be ready to help. If you are in the kitchen, Maria always come back with this example. If you are in the kitchen and you see someone doing the dishes, don't say, Oh, do you need some help? Of course, the person will say, no, no, I'm okay. I'm okay. Just use your eyes <laughs> and go and help. <laughs> so be ready to help. And for example, when I started at the Power at Le I wanted to be part of this 18 in, in the Maria's office. I wanted to be that in part of that group. So I started to hang out in the dorm. And after that, I start sitting on the couch until someone asks is there someone that can be able to do that yes yes me 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 me." (laughs) i was ready so maybe now yes you are not in your office but you can be this person that just be ready to see if somebody needs help to be the first one to say yes i want to help and after that you can achieve so much more number three is to learn your skills so you can share your specific gift with those who need it. So are you a good speaker? Or are you good with Excel? Are you good with technology? So learn your skills. Number four, it's work on your entrepreneurship. So of course, we'll talk about MLM because we really think that it's the best place that you can develop yourself to be able to help more people around you. So if you don't come from an entrepreneurship family, Uh, MLM is the best start you can find to work on your entrepreneurship. Number five is to take time to listen. Because it's so easy to assume we know what's best for others and simply give them that material thing. But if we seek to serve others well, the best thing we can do is take the time to get to know people and honor them with listening here. So if we skip this step, uh, We make it a lot more about the good feeling we get from helping than we do uh, uh, about actually serving someone else. Number six, it's change your position. So we can serve others well when we actively decide to take the role of a servant. So this seems obvious, but missing this step can lead to doing more harm than good. So we really have to believe that everyone else in the room is just as important as us. And by positioning ourselves in this way, we force ourselves to leave our personal agenda behind and elevate the importance of each person we are serving. So changing our position naturally leads to doing more. Number seven is allow yourself to be served. So when we allow ourselves to be influenced and changed by the people we seek to serve, we create the avenue for mutual respect and ultimately mutual change. In the same way, allowing yourself to be served, accepting a meal or coffee or accepting a compliment uh, is often an incredibly meaningful way to serve someone else. It levels the playing field and communicates to the person you're serving that they have value, that they matter. So when you receive a compliment about what you wear, don't go with your instinct to say oh it's a whole stuff or oh it comes from costco or it comes from Walmart <laughs> because you want to justify that you have this clothes just don't say that and say thank you because you don't want the other person to feel like they don't have a good taste <laughs> for the clothes <laughs> number eight is to be involved so if you can help to organize events start a new project just find a way to be involved in your community in your family at your work everywhere you can think of number nine is to share everything so if you are a pro uh, at the technology if you love getting creative in the kitchen we all have the skills we take pride in so why not just take these and share them with others so share your success because a leader in success that doesn't share their success will not be in success for a long time so remember share your success too and number 10 it's learn from everyone because yes you really can learn from everyone maybe you learn what to do or what not to do but you can learn from everyone so (laughs) become a people Watcher, not in a creepy way, but watch people analyze what they do and why and find people who are are where you want to be in life and get on their schedule and learn from everyone uh, around you. So that's 10 ways that you can use. And after that, to complete your golden circle, there's the what. But the what can be anything. It can be the product you sell. It can be the service you offer uh, with your company. It can be just how you serve your family. Just remember the what, it's something tangible and the how it will complete your golden circle with the why, just to serve others.
0: Thank you, Marie-Pierre No, Pretty basic, right? Those that have been following the book since the beginning, like, I mean, this is so, so basic. Oh, well, Melanie Miller, isn't that what is written also in the Bible? <laughs> I was sharing with Marie-Pierre today. If you, you know, th- th- there's people that say, I-, I don't believe in God. Okay, we're going to respect that. But if you remove from the Bible or any sac- sacred book, the word God, you know what you're left with? Exactly what Simon Sinek is talking about. Serving others. Okay. Sharing the gifts. Each one of us are put on this earth for, with a set of gifts. Our job is to use those gifts.
2: Go ahead, Marie-Pierre. All those 10 points come from all website about god <laughs> <laughs> every, every single website that i found was always related to god <laughs>
0: and, and voila and often we want to dismiss it um especially people that have, were not raised in that kind of environment they want to dismiss it but guys at the end of the day there is um, how do we say ernetti somebody who doesn't believe in god in english melanie a atheist an atheist who wrote uh, he says, I am an atheist, but at the end of the day, the best motivational book one can read is the Bible. <laughs> and, and coming from an atheist, that really uh, says a lot, guys. It really says a lot. So I said, what I, what I want to share in the closing. was it Napoleon Hale uh, Elizabeth II met? Did she know Napoleon Hale, Melanie Miller? She, yeah, that's how old she is, right, Mel? Yeah, she, she was one of those because Napoleon Hale was a great, great leader. And he says there is is there is one quality which one must possess to win. And that is a clear purpose. The knowledge of what one wants and a burning desire to possess it to make this a better world. Drop the mic again. So I don't care what we're reading here. It, it's irrelevant. Our job at the end of the day is to make sure that this world was better because we passed. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Again, I'm going to underline multi-level marketing business. I don't care whether it's Amway. I don't care whether it's Herbalife, whether it's Tupperware, whether it's Mary Kay. I really believe it is the most amazing platform for somebody to discover and understand their gifts, not, not, not. Invent gifts, discover and understand our gifts because we've all been given a set of gifts, even before we were born. <laughs> okay, but we must discover them now. If you're in an entrepreneurship family, the family will make you discover them. My children were raised are raised in an entrepreneurship family, so they have a head start, and this is why it. You know. It's got to stop somewhere by starting with you. Because the next generation, they won't need a multi level marketing business to help them discover their gifts and use them. They had you as a parent. This is what I'm so passionate about. When you're better for yourself, you're better for your family. So that gives a head start to everybody else. So, why is the reason we succeed or fail at our goals? You know, how many times you put in your agenda, let's talk about our multi-level marketing business, okay? So Melissa, you put in your agenda, I'm gonna do a live here, I'm gonna do a post here, I'm gonna do a live here, and next thing you know, 30, 40, 50 days into your very disciplinary actions, oh, today I won't do it. Well, when you don't do something, it's cause you have forgotten your purpose. You know, and I was sharing with Jean-Philippe this morning, Marie-Pierre and Melanie, You know, when we all got these dogs during COVID, we all started, you know, making our own food for the dogs. Okay, a few of us we were making, but how many are still making food for the dogs? Okay, I'm the only one left because my purpose, my purpose, my why for making food for the dogs was to continue on the this this uh, this this thing that i always do save time save money have a healthier lifestyle by making it yourself so when you compare the price when you compare the quality so i'm still going at it not for the dogs the dog food but for my my reasons you understand the difference that's what's going to keep you going success requires hard work and time that means that you need to be rcp relentless consistent and perseverant It's my new thing, Melanie, RCP. Sometimes, like respiratory system or something to achieve greatness in your life. And that means whether you're making dog food or whether you're like me and Tupperware for 41 years, it's the same RCP that is needed without a strong emotional reason to back you up, you will give up whenever things become difficult. So the first time that you ran out of time to go buy the piece of meat, I'm keeping it very simple here with the dog food, okay? It's gonna be the perfect platform to say, ah, I just resorted to cans or you know, whatever. Now, remember, The way you do anything is the way you do everything. Oh my God, it's in the Bible. That too, oh my God. Oh, let's not use the word Bible. Okay, it is the force behind what you do when you choose to continue to sleep versus getting up and working on your goals. It's because you don't have a why, which is to leave this world a better world because you passed. It's it's gotta be the pink. It's gotta be the thing. You know, if I do this, I'm gonna look like a monk. It's gonna add value. No? Okay, let me pull this out. (laughs) Never again fail to follow through your plans and goals. You can achieve what you want when you have a strong and powerful purpose, serving others. For this world to be a better world remember when there is a where there is a will, there is a way period period and next week we're going to go in financial freedom with rich dad poor dad because at the end of the day i am able to stay on my ex every single day because hey melanie miller everything that doesn't need me is delegated to somebody else who has the gifts to do it better than me i'm speaking to nobody else and my friend melanie miller that was a direct message for her in the close. i love you guys thank you for joining us and don't forget next week new book get it Rich that for that bye bye everyone thank you